Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our proclamation comes from Romans chapter 9, verses 1 through 5. I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sour and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of law, the worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is God over all, blessed forever. Amen. If ever anyone was cut off. For I wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers. It's such an amazing statement from the Apostle Paul. Because of his utter and complete love for his kinsmen, the Israelites, he is willing to lose his eternal salvation for them. Who does that? Seriously. Think about it. Who would ever willingly cut themselves off from eternal life with God for the sake of anyone? I know people who would be willing to die for people they love. In fact, even scripture acknowledges that. Romans 5, 7 says, For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, one would even dare to die. So some might be willing to sacrifice their lives for the love of a child, spouse, or dear friend. But their eternal life? I think that might be unheard of, and even very nearly impossible to imagine, apart from a fictional account or a fairy tale love story. Fictional, that is unless you believe God's inspired and inerrant word. Moses was born a Hebrew slave in the worst possible time for Hebrew slaves to be born. The Egyptians had forgotten all about the goodwill Joseph, who was second in command to Pharaoh himself, had earned the Hebrews. The Hebrews prospered so much in Egypt they became a threat to the Egyptians, so they set about to eliminate the threat by eliminating all the newborn babies to the Hebrews. So, Moses' mother saved him by sending him in a basket made of bulrushes to where Pharaoh's daughter bathed, and Moses would be set up to save God's people from their persecution. When Moses had grown up, he would murder an Egyptian overseer for beating a Hebrew. To avoid repercussions for his actions, he fled Egypt and hid amongst the Midianites safely out of Egyptian control. But God would not allow Moses to hide for long because he would call upon him to save his people Israel. Now, after saving them from Pharaoh, you would think the people of God would rejoice in the power of the Almighty and do whatever he encouraged them to do through his patriarch Moses. 
If you thought that, you would be wrong. Moses ascended Mount Sinai to get their directions for living under God in response to his saving them from slavery. In his absence, led by Aaron the high priest, they actually made a graven image to worship as God, even sacrificing to it, completely forgetting that God found the idol worship detestable in his sight. When Moses learned of their treachery, he returned to Yahweh on Mount Sinai saying, Alas, these people have sinned a great sin. They have made for themselves gods of gold. But now if you will forgive their sin, but if not, please blot me out of your book that you have written. Whoa, there it is in black and white. A mere man that is willing to give up his salvation for his kinsmen, the Israelites. People, this is not normal. Only here and Romans today have we seen people of God willing to surrender their eternal salvation for the sake of their utterly damned brother and sister kinsmen. We will probably not see this ever again. And I would argue have not seen since, at least in any documentable way that I am aware of. Now, there may be a saint or two that is lauded with this quality, but if so, I am fairly certain none of them are as well known to all of us as Paul and Moses are. So, this quality and character is unheard of and rarely found even in the cases of people that were willing to sacrifice their lives for those they loved. Rarely but not unheard of, like in the case of Bridger a couple of weeks ago. Bridger is a six-year-old boy who was out with his younger sister when a dog charged the kids. Bridger's quick thinking most certainly saved his sister's life. He immediately stood between his sister and the dog while getting bit several times on the face and head. He then grabbed his sister's hand and ran away from the dog with her to keep her safe. He later said, If someone had to die, I thought it should be me. The scar he received ran from his eyes across his face and under his chin. It required 90 stitches to close the wound and will require plastic surgery to get him some semblance of normal facial structure. He is being hailed as the ultimate Captain American hero by none other than Chris Evans, who portrayed Captain America in the Avengers movies. He will be attended by the finest plastic surgeons in the region, and we have high hopes that his healing will be effective. But what makes a little boy sacrifice himself for his little sister may never be quantifiable in any way that we can impart to others. But we can all surmise that he most certainly loved his sister a lot. Paul and Moses loved their kinsmen, the Israelites, a lot 
as well. But their love did not come from the first responder-like reflexes and a moment of terror from the devil which prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And it doesn't come with the assurance of accolades from popular cultural figures and Hollywood movie stars and a benevolent community ready to finance your healing and sing well-deserved praises to your courage and heroism in the face of real danger. For Moses, it came with giving up entering the promised land. He waited 40 years just to see as God's servant and then laid to rest in the valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no one knows the place of his burial to this day. For Paul, it is generally agreed that he was martyred for the faith and even possibly beheaded roughly the same time period Peter was crucified upside down on a cross. But neither of them, because they are heroes, or had any more faith than you or I do today. Rather, it was what God gave them to do. And even more than that, as Paul himself says in his letter to the church in Rome, my conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit. When we know and believe the truth of Christ, our consciences can bear powerful witness. And it can bear powerful witness because Christ sent his spirit to do in us what no man can do in and of himself. As I said before in Romans 5, 7, for one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would even dare to die. But I left out the best part. It continues. But God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In dying for us, he certainly forgave us. But he also gave us his Holy Spirit to believe in him. And like we said last week, suffer with him so others will believe in him too. And now, we're equipped for him to do unbelievable things by the power of the Holy Spirit, should he call us to do so. Like loving all, serving all, sacrificing everything for those who need Christ the most. Like bonding with one another as kinsmen and family we would never have been had Christ not been our common Lord and Savior. And like persevering through all things so we can be together by God's law, worshiping together and comforting each other with his promises of life eternal. All because his spirit opened our eyes to see his willingness to die on the cross for our sins and to go to hell in our place. And rising from the very depths of Sheol, to tell the devil who prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. You won't take these away. I paid for them with my life. They are saved.
If ever anyone was ever utterly cut off for our sake, it was Jesus, whom anyone that has been cut off undeniably points to with their sacrifice for you. Amen. Now may that peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen.